Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach. And see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. And so, Stefani Taylor comes around the wicket to the left-hander, and she's bold. And the hat-trick has come for Stefani Taylor. She's effected a half-trick as Amin was trying to swing that away. She missed it and was bold. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Dennett. I'm here with Robin Chipperfield. And that was Stefani Taylor taking a hat-trick for the West Indies women as they beat Pakistan in the third T20 International in Antigua. Also today, South African men beat West Indies in the fifth and final at the deciding T20 International over there in the Caribbean. England and Sri Lanka's last ODI is washed out, giving England a series win 2-0. And Indian women beat England in the third one day, keeping their hopes alive in the multi-format series. And Ollie Robinson is is free to play cricket once more. But we'll begin, Robin, with a rainy day in Bristol. Yeah, really sad, Paul, actually, when you, you know, Bristol has been on the international calendar, obviously, for a while, but doesn't tend to get too many um, international matches of of huge significance, shall we say, and um, and they've been hit by the rain in the southwest of of England. Um, they got one innings in basically, and then um, rain ruined the the rest of the day. But as you say, England winning the series against Sri Lanka two 0 Sri Lanka again failing with the bat, making just 166 all out in 41 overs. Uh, Tom Curran with four for 35. 
He'd taken three wickets in his previous 11 one-day internationals. So a, a return to wicket-taking form for Tom Curran, off the back of Sam Curran doing well in the previous one-day, as Chris Wokes, ever-dependable, two for 28, and David Willey also picked up a couple of wickets. Um, it's not been a great series, I think it's fair to say. Not been a, a very competitive series between England and Sri Lanka. I think it'll be more competitive over the next few weeks when they face Pakistan. The first one day, I think, is later this week, and then three 2020 internationals as well. So uh, I would expect better games uh, over coming weeks against Pakistan than it has been against Sri Lanka, who've uh, who've been pretty feeble opposition against, it has to be said, obviously a very good side. And Matt Roller from Crick Info on that theme, and I, apologies because I'm going to sing here, began his article with, it's coming home, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> the Royal One Day Cup International Series is coming home. <laughs> so the fans didn't sing as they milled no. out of the Kia Oval. It doesn't seem to have been a, a series that's caught the 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 nation's attention with obvious reasons with the, the football being so big. But I recall back in the day when Australia was a dominant side and if I was to go to the cricket and Australia would win the toss and bowl, it would infuriate me because I think, you know, we're paying customers. We deserve to see Australia rack up 350 and then roll the opposition. All three games, Sri Lanka were kind of done and dusted by the end of the power play. Am I being naive to say that Morgan maybe should have just said, put pragmatic pragmatism aside, let's bat first and give the crowd a show? Um, I don't think it would have applied. It obviously wouldn't have applied in the in in the last game. It depends what you want to watch, doesn't it? I mean, there, there is an art to. True, I know true. People want to want to go and watch, you know, sides smoke it out of the ground. I remember being at, at Trent Bridge actually for an England one day against Pakistan when they scored over four hundred, and it was really dull. Yeah. I mean, we were watching history. We were watching. I think it was four fifty odd, four thirty odd that England scored. It became incredibly dull, Paul. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but every other ball was going to the boundary. And then, of course, when it came to Pakistan batting, um, it, you know, from about two or three overs in, you realised well, they're not going to get, not only they're not going to win the game, they're not going to go anywhere close. And that became an hour and a half, two hours of absolute tedium. Um, it, you know, that was a mismatch on that occasion at Trent Bridge, you know, quick outfield, short boundaries. Uh, and I think this has been a mismatch against um, against Sri Lanka. I, I'm honoured and, and privileged that you think England have, have the wherewithal and the ability to, to toy with games, if you like, and, <laughs> and not just do the right thing. Maybe that's a sign of how far England has come over the last seven or eight years in, in one-day international cricket. I, I just think, you know, you, you can't plan for rain, particularly in England. Um, I think they got more cricket in than the forecast had suggested in Bristol. Um, so I think you just you just do what you think is right as as England captain. So I, I, it might have been in the halcyon days of Australian One Day International cricket you could toy with the game, but I <laughs> I don't think England are at that at that level yet. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, in other news in England, Ollie Robinson is free to play cricket once more. Um, he's been given an eight match ban, five of which have have been suspended. And that means that he's already served three of those matches because he missed the second test and also two of Sussex's blast games. Uh, he's been fined £3,200. Um, Tom Harrison, ECB chief executive, said Ollie has acknowledged that whilst published a long time ago when he was a young man, these tweets were unacceptable. He has engaged fully in the disciplinary process, in the disciplinary process, admitted the charges and has received his sanction and will participate in training and use his experiences to help others. Uh, what do you think, Robin? How have they handled that? I think it's been a really difficult thing for the ECB to handle, and especially when you see 
um, national governments getting involved, then it, it, the whole thing becomes mired in controversy and, and opinion. I, from what from everything you hear within the English game, Ollie Robinson is a completely different person now than he was some years ago. Remember, he was shown the door at, at Yorkshire and found mm. his way to to Sussex. Um, eight match ban, five of them suspended, as you say. Uh, he's missed a test match. That the only thing that slightly grates with me is that the three games that he has been punished for and, and has been suspended for, two of them are, are twenty twenty blast matches for for Sussex. And I would say, well, that's not a that's not a huge punishment. But uh, on the other hand, you know, he has been a, a domestic player for for the large part of his career. He's only obviously played that one test match against. New Zealand at Lord, so maybe he should serve his ban within domestic cricket. But I just think that it doesn't sit easily with me, the fact that he's missed one test match and then two 2020 games for for Sussex. I mean, he said he's incredibly embarrassed and ashamed and let's hope he's, he's learned the lesson. He certainly seems to have done. And I think it was a very awkward statement that he came out with um, on the day that the... Um, the, the incidents, the tweets were, were found and, and reported. Um, but, you know, I think hopefully he has learned that lesson and hopefully English cricket and, and future England cricketers have learned that lesson. that You just can't be like that as a human being, let alone a cricketer. But as I say, the, the thing that doesn't sit easily with me is is the fact that two of the three games that he's missed, one is a test match, so, you know, potentially five days of cricket. But, you know, a bit of hit and giggle at Hove doesn't seem to match the crime, if you like. Yeah, I see what you mean. I think, I think maybe if they just characterised it as we've just suspended him for one test match and not even mentioned the T20s, it might have been yeah. um, more palatable. But Although yeah, I, I think I'm, the punishment I'm, needs to be more than just one test match as well, which he'd already served um, because of the, the, the hullabaloo that, that came out when when he was um, when those tweets were founded. Yes, um, but it's going to be interesting to see um, whether he'll be in that side when they, when they take on India. I'm sure he'll, he'll figure strongly in contention. Uh, also, over back in the West Indies, uh, South Africa beat the West Indies by 25 to take the T20 International Series 3-2. South Africa made four for 168. De Kock continuing his amazing tour with 60. Markram made 70. The West Indies, nine for 143. Evan Lewis made 52. There were some contributions from Hetmeyer and Puran, but it just seemed as though as the pitch got lower and slower, that total of South Africa's, which was the highest of the series, became just a little bit too hard to get. Um, Ngidi took three wickets, Rabada two. But it was Shamsi with one for 11 from his four overs that was was key. And uh, pointing towards the, the World Cup, Mark Boucher made the point that the wickets will be similar. Um, and you look at that South African side, it's quite interesting. They've tended to go into white ball internationals throughout their history as one of the real favoured sides and have never won one. This time, you look at the, the what you might characterise as the seven major chances. I think it's fair to say that they're kind of at the bottom of the pile at the moment. Do you think this could be the time that they slip in under the radar and um, perform really well and win one of these tournaments? If it was anywhere else in the world, the 2020 World Cup, I'd say no, because they they just seem too traditional for me in terms of the, they seem to be playing 2020 cricket from 10 years ago. And I've actually really enjoyed the contrast between the two sides, between West Indies and, and South Africa and the way they go about it. West Indies, I think it was Menace last week on the podcast, talked about them being the Harlem Globetrotters. They're very much a showbiz 11, if you like, of uh, of 2020 cricketers. And they give it a whack and they try and hit it as far as they can. And I just think that 
in 2020 cricket generally is more likely to come off around the world, whether that be here in Australia, in England, uh, wherever it is around the world, um, in South Africa as well. But, you know, in the Middle East on slow, low wickets, the accumulation that they have in the the kind of more traditional um, one-day international players who just happen to be playing 2020, it might just work in uh, in the 2020 World Cup this year, I just think the West Indies perhaps is more likely to come off more often. I, I would imagine that the West Indies could cause a surprise in a quarter-final or a semi-final, whereas I'm not sure South Africa would. I wanted to turn our attention as well to the women and, and pay tribute really to Matali Raj, who's become the, the leading run scorer in women's international cricket over the weekend. Uh, she made 75 from 86 balls and I think it was when she got to 12, she surpassed Charlotte Edwards' run tally of 10,273. England lead the series 6-4, but it's a good win for India at Worcester. England all out for 219, with Nat Siver making 49, and India reaching that total for the loss of six wickets, and they had more than three overs to spare. So just at the point where you think it, uh, think India may be out of the series, they come fighting back at, at New Road in Worcester. Uh, but huge appreciation for Mitali Raj, uh, as I mentioned, becoming the leading run scorer in women's international cricket over the weekend. So well done to her. And as at the top of the show, we had the hat-trick from Stefani Taylor. That's an intriguing series that West Indies and Pakistan are playing. West Indies have now won the three T20s, the, the T20 series 3-0. There are five one-dayers to go. But in this last game, Pakistan made only 102. Taylor taking four for 17, including that hat-trick. And then in the, the runs chase, uh, she started again, take, scoring 43 not out as the West Indies got the runs four wickets down. Um, it's interesting because the World Cup of 50 over cricket is in New Zealand in March. At this stage, West Indies and Pakistan have not qualified for that, neither of them. They're going to be uh, participating in the World Cup qualifier tournament with eight other nations coming up in Sri Lanka soon. So a lot to play for. For, for them coming into potentially the World Cup. Also over there, Chanel Henry and Shadeen Nation, who had collapsed in Game 2 of that series for, for the West Indies, were both taken to hospital, but have both subsequently posted videos on Twitter confirming that they are OK. I mm. uh, just wanted to touch on domestic cricket and perhaps the man in form in world cricket at the moment, Devon Conway, who, of course, uh, had a very good World Test Championship and a couple of test matches against England as well. His golden spell continues. He made 88 for Somerset against Leicestershire. And just at the start of the weekend, Friday night in the UK, a hat-trick for Lockie Ferguson in the Roses match to finish things off uh, between Yorkshire and Lancashire at Headingley, with uh, Yorkshire winning Ferguson taking the hat-trick. So the um, the resurgence in New Zealand cricket continues, and it's uh, it's brilliant to watch. Certainly is. Thanks, Robin. Great to be with you today. And for everyone, please let your cricket-loving friends know about us. Cricket Daily is released every weekday, 3 p.m. in Eastern Australia. That's 6 in the morning in the UK, 7 in the morning in South Africa, 10.30 in India. And for Iton, who's listening in Las Vegas, and anyone else over there, it's 10 p.m. the night before. Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving at your desk 
maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.